Good morning. What a nice crowd and happy homecoming. And see, we can spread out. We welcome you to Flower Mound Presbyterian Church. We are celebrating 166 years of being a congregation. And this building was erected in 1901. So that's not too shabby either. We're delighted. We remember our foremothers and our forefathers. We remember Miss Olita today, who at one time in our church's long history, she sat in the pew and was the only one here, but she would not leave it empty. She would be at church, and the church wasn't going anywhere, and she would sit vigil. And so that's the kind of legacy we have here, and we're happy to remember her. She was here at homecoming last year, and then she died in October in the most peaceful death I've ever seen. She orchestrated her own death and died in her bed at home, surrounded by loved ones. Luann rocked her, and it was a beautiful day in October, a beautiful fall day when she went to be with the Lord at age 105. We're grateful today for Miss Olita and for all who have led the way to our being here today on this glorious sunny day. After church today, I hope you'll make your way to Donald Hall, which is the room directly behind the sanctuary this way. Uh, we have a slideshow and a bulletin board and a gift provided by Tammy and a gift provided by Sheila. So I hope you're curious and I hope you'll walk back there. You can either go this way or around the building either way into the side doors and be in Donald Hall and watch that slideshow. You may see yourself in it. Next Sunday is Communion Sunday. We'll be here again at 1030 and get to celebrate the Lord's Supper. And we hope you'll come back. Are there other announcements today? I think that's all I have. Oh, we welcome the Scouts, actually. I have that to say. Uh, Troop 3040 and Mark Penny is their Cub Master. These are Cub Scouts. Raise your hand if you're a Scout. Awesome. We're so glad you're here and um, glad you've helped out today. Thank you. Let us say together our inspiration point. It's a bright and shiny day. Let us continue to prepare our hearts for worship.
Our epistle lesson is found in Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Paul is speaking. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand and we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Have you ever had a hard day and seen a rainbow, or a double rainbow, or even a triple? Have you ever prayed for a sign and seen a rainbow? Yesterday's paper has a rainbow, a beautiful sign with an airplane flying through it. Show and tell. A rainbow, or a bow for short, is a biblical symbol, much like a cross, or three crosses, a dove, the cup, and the bread, and don't forget that universal symbol of water. What makes the rainbow special for me is that it is a continual sign of the covenant, of the promise that God made with Noah and his descendants and with all of creation for all of time. Last week, we discussed how Jesus promised that nothing would overcome the church is an important lesson for us to remember. Today is a companion lesson. The word covenant and the word promise are interchangeable. God said, when the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, this is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. I always find a timeline helpful. How many years between Adam and Noah, Noah and Abraham? And sometimes I forget that Noah's promise came before Abraham's promise. From Adam to Noah is the time frame of about 500 years. And Adam all the way to Abraham is about 2,000 years. So this covenant to Noah and all flesh was a forerunner to the covenant God promised Abraham. Your descendants will number greater than the stars. Listen to Adam's descendants. Seth, Enos, Canaan, Mahalalel, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, and Noah. From Noah to Abraham, Shem, 
are Foxad, Salah, Eber, Peleg, I once heard a sermon on Peleg, Ru, Serug, Nahor, Terah, and Abraham. The blessing through all the generations is that God is ever present and God's promises last forever. The blessings that God promises are that in the midst of death and destruction, God wills life. God's will of life remains firmly in place through the, though the human heart often inclines to sinful deeds and we suffer continued violence, injustice, and disorder. Does this sound like today's newspaper headlines? Unfortunately, yes. Throughout history, since the very beginning, humans have tended toward an emphasis on dominion rather than benevolence. Perhaps Adam and Eve heard it wrong when God said, go forth and multiply, you have dominion. Think of all the wars and the rumors of war. Perhaps we naturally fight instead of flee. But the good news is that the church has a critical role to play. Perhaps because of the way humans tend to be, our job, our mission is more and more relevant every day. The church is the called out body of Christ and we covenant with God to be benevolent. Our bottom line had better be benevolence. To love kindness, to show mercy, and to walk humbly with our God, as Micah reminds us. It is our job, and it's also our job to care for the animals, the plants, and the land. We are given dominion over the animals to care for them, not to exploit or diminish them. God grants us the privilege to protect animals, plants, birds, and most of all, one another. The sanctity of life must be upheld. Why? Because we are created in the very image of God and we are intended to value others that very way. The tragedy today, I believe, is that we have forgotten the sanctity of life. We take the beating heart for granted. Perhaps COVID is teaching us something. The covenant is made by God with all flesh. It is a promise of hope to future generations that God will never destroy the earth again. It is God's work. God is the actor in the story. God establishes the covenant, sets the bow in the clouds, 
and remembers the covenant and makes good on it again and again and again, despite human behavior. The covenant is as good as God is. God establishes the covenant in goodness and in love and upholds it in eternal faithfulness. The very foundation of the the covenant is goodness and love. Remember when God spoke and said, and it is good. You are good. And God promises to be faithful, to never drop God's end of the covenant. The covenant will never need to be renewed regardless of what humans do. And that, my friends, is very good, a very good thing. You and I can rest in the arms of the promise. Never again will God flood the earth. There will be storms, but never complete destruction. And the rainbow is set in the sky to remind us of that, to remind God of that, and to remind humans of God's promise to maintain relationship and hope like Paul speaks about today. The love we show demonstrates our hope that we haven't let go of hope and neither has God. The promise to Noah and his descendants lays groundwork for future covenant. The covenant with Abraham and the covenant with Jeremiah, the covenant through Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. The promise to Noah is marked by the bow in the sky and the promise to Abraham was initially marked by circumcision to remind humans of God's covenant with Israel, a covenant that is extended to all regardless of circumcision. God eternally self-limits. The miracle with Noah embodies a newness in human history. We celebrate newness, as I like to say, if we're not changing, we're not living. Change is part of life. And the church must always be looking ahead to the next thing God would have us do to the glory of God. God's creation will not fall. Chaos will not have the final word. That's not only a good word for memorial service, but every day that death does not have the final sting. That's what it means to be a Christian. The final word isn't chaos. The final word isn't COVID-19. The final word isn't Zika. The final word is love. The final word is assurance. God assures you and me, I will remember my covenant. I will remember you, so expect a miracle. God hasn't let go. If anybody has moved, it's the creature. So gaze upon the rainbow in the sky, write it on your heart, and be a rainbow to someone else. Today, tomorrow, and forevermore. Have you ever seen a rainbow?
Amen.